Welcome to Gut Wisdom on WCBS News Radio 880. I'm Deirdre Koppelman, and along with my waving co host over there, John Gassman. Howdy. We talk about topics every Saturday night to help you in your personal and professional lives. Gut Wisdom will make you think and will leave you with real solutions that come from real wisdoms. Gut Wisdom is radio that resonates, and tonight mm. is part two of our two part series on social media. Last week, we discussed social media and its effect on relationships, Mm. narcissistic tendencies, and how to protect your reputation, both personally and professionally, while still using social media. Yeah, it's a big issue. It sure is. And tonight, we're going to actually discuss a different aspect or a few different aspects of social media. Addiction, Mm. right? How social media, the use of social media, the overuse of social media may cause depression. Yes. And we'll even talk a little bit about how social media is basically a massive distraction. Huge. Uh, we, we refer to that <laughs> as social media is a weapon of mass distraction. And how does that affect us in our workplace, in our lives? So those are some of the things that are coming up. I'm just mm-hmm. curious, Gigi, did you know employees spend an average of a quarter of their day, their work day, on social media at work? And before you ask, right, that includes anything that's job related. That's a pretty significant number. You just think about that for large and small companies. The impact of losing one hour a day per employee focusing on social media, that could cost a company millions of dollars. Yeah, millions. And, you know, for small businesses, the result is obviously maybe not as high as that, but it's definitely just as hurtful. Yeah, and when you have a smaller company with fewer employees and they spend their time on social media, the work of the company probably isn't getting done quickly enough. No question about it. So um, when we come back, because I know you have a special story, and we have Dave Friedman joining us tonight. So you're listening to Gut Wisdom, radio that resonates. We'll be right back after these updates. WCBS. Delays of two hours plus. With drive time traffic every five minutes, live from Chopper 880. We're just getting the first look here. Plus all the latest news. Several buildings have been evacuated. WCBS News Radio 880. Welcome back, everyone, and you're just tuning in. I'm Deirdre Koppelman here with your co-host, J.G. John Gassman, and you're listening to Gut Wisdom, radio that resonates. Before the break, J.G. and I were talking about social media and distraction, social media being that big weapon of mass distraction, right, J.G.? Yeah, and I thought it was interesting, and, and, and I think you meant to say earlier when we were talking about, you know, the, the comment of their typical workday, I think we said includes, but we meant to say excludes, you know, yes. the so, use of social media. So what JG is, thank you, yeah, I yeah, stand yeah. corrected. <laughs> no, so no, in the workplace, right. You and my wife are always right. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. In the workplace, what was the stat? A quarter? Yeah, a quarter of people's workday is, is spent on uh, social media. Right, which is, uh, I'd have to say, pretty significant if you're talking about an eight-hour day. Yeah. So here's, here's um, something interesting. Everybody is on social media. Mm-hmm. It's no longer just, you know, quote, the younger generation. Yeah, and the numbers, you know, and you look at it, it's increasing constantly how many people are on social media. Indeed. And I saw some numbers from the Pew Research Center that says 62% of people aged 65 and older who use the internet, get ready, are on Facebook. Wow. That's that's up fourteen percent in one year. That, you know, so in other words, it sounds like almost the entire workforce, right? Everybody, whether they're young, whether they're old, it doesn't matter. Everybody's likely spending a significant portion of their day 
on using social media. Right. And yeah. what, are, what are you really supposed to do? I mean, you can't ban social media no, every, entirely. Everybody has a phone. Everybody's got a device today. And they're using it constantly. Indeed. And later on in the show, we'll have some wisdoms for the business owners, of course, who, uh, you know, how do, how do you handle social media in the workplace and the use of social media? Because it can and is at times, you know, getting out of hand. Yeah. So we'll have some wisdoms later for business owners. It's such it's such a distraction and it's so so bad that you see this in organizations it could actually create missed opportunities for for the team for the employees to learn and grow in their careers and and also their personal lives. And you know, it's just like multitasking. You mm-hmm. you, you can't be great at all of these things at once. And just because and and this is important just because your boss, your manager, the employer turns a blind eye to social media use, it doesn't mean you shouldn't be paying attention to it yourself. It turns a blind eye. What What if they don't even see you doing it? I mean, you know, you don't, you can't possibly see everybody with their, you know, their, their uh, what do you call it, smartphone on their lap, under the desk. They're bringing it into the restroom. I mean, so yeah, some, you're right. Some employers might turn a blind eye. Some might have absolutely no idea. And you're right, JJ, instead of spending every spare moment on your smartphone and checking out Facebook and Instagram and all these great things, you know, what if you as an employee actually maybe volunteer to write a blog post, you know, something that could be posted on your company website or your LinkedIn or the company's LinkedIn page or reading articles to get ahead of the curve in terms of what you're doing? How much more development can you be doing for yourself if you were sort of putting yourself in that direction instead of, let me check out who liked my latest post. (laughs) And you see that so often people are just playing with their posts. But, you know, it is possible that distractions from social media can make it harder for us to concentrate on way more difficult things. Do you think that's accurate? Yeah. Now, So here's something interesting. Last week, the first part of our social media um, segment, you know, I've always... You know, we talked about narcissism, right? It being a me, 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 you know, the likes, the needing, the confidence. So one of our listeners, Gary Stein, if you're listening, he pointed something out that I thought was very interesting that I I don't think I ever really noticed. What is that? So it's so all about the me, me, me Mm -hmm. social media, right? Mm -hmm. Look at the names of the sites. Everything is about Facebook, Mm -hmm. face. Um, Insta, fast, gram. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the other one? Facebook, Instagram, and um, uh, Snapchat, right? That's all about, it's fast. It's instant. It's yeah. instant gratification. So, yeah, would instant gratification be what? A distraction? I think so, because sure. if you're not happy in what you're doing, if you're bored, sitting yeah. around, well, I want that instant gratification. So we, yeah. we are continuing mm-hmm. you know, through these great advancements in technology to really create a society of distracted, I don't want to say narcissists, but it's a me, me, me thing. Yeah, I'd be curious what our listeners think. I mean, if you're listening for the first time, this is Gut Wisdom, radio that resonates. Text us, email us, put something on Facebook. What you, What do you think? Are people more distracted than ever with their social media at work? I'm curious. Well, I'm curious, too. So if you're listening, and obviously don't text or email me when you're driving, but shoot me an email at dk at gutwisdom, G-U-T-W-I-Z, dom.com we'd like to know you know what do you think about 
social media, does it distract you? Or how do you prevent it from distracting you? Or does it help you at, at work? Yeah. So here's something interesting mm-hmm. that I read, JG. Yeah. According to social media today, 28% of all time online, right, is spent on social media. And 28%. Yes. Of all and, time is spent. Wow. Okay. And uh, tech addiction found that depending on the age, users spend two to three hours a day, every day. Almost 50% of 18 to 34 year olds check Facebook as soon as they wake up. 25% wow. of those, yeah, 25% of those before even getting out of bed, right? So when we talked about, you know, Project <laughs> Goodness, right and, yeah. and or thinking about how to you know start your days with power days and yeah. one of the first you know two or three things you can do in the morning before waking yeah. up to to really have an amazing day yeah. i can tell you checking facebook was not one of them or yeah. any of your social media feeds um it's crazy yeah and and it's just amazing how this really resonates with a lot of people just instantly to wake up and look at their social media sites. Are you distracted like, by social media? I used to be. I used to wake up, the first thing I would do is read my Twitter feed before I jump out of bed. It was the first thing I would do. Why? I don't know, I felt like I needed to be in the know. Like what happened? Did I miss something in the world? Right. You know, that that was always it. But it seems like now- and felt I felt like I was missing out. Yeah, and I know a little bit later when Dave Friedman joins us- Awesome. You know, we'll talk about, you know, way back when, you know, you'd get your information, you know, easily. Now there's just so much information. Too you much. can often feel that you might be missing something. Yeah. Not to mention, you know, the political landscape. And, you know, we can certainly- Without, you know, talking about our views per se, because sure. this is a news radio and I don't know that we want to do that. I don't know that we're allowed to do that. Censorship. No, just kidding. <laughs> um, but think about what's going on. I mean, there. I actually have to shut it down. I cannot look at everybody's opinions, yeah. everybody's anger. Um, it is distracting. You know, the the other night, I don't know if you remember this, but when I left the office... I had to run out really quickly because my daughter had a volleyball game. Sure. And 99% of the time, I walk out with my, my phone in my oh, hand, literally. I think you go to the men's room with your phone, but not that I... <laughs> Are you watching? Anyway, so <laughs> no. uh, I left the phone on my desk and I got to the parking lot, to the garage, right? get in the car, and you know, I'm about to call and just tell my parents I'm on my way home, tell my wife I'm on my way home, call you, call Mike, you know, my routine. And I realized, <laughs> oh my gosh. I don't have my phone, and I got home. Oh, wait, wait, hold the thought. How did you feel when you realized you didn't, any any physical? I, had, oh. I, I was a little anxious. I had a little anxiety about that. I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Should I should I run back to the office eight blocks mm-hmm. uptown, mm-hmm. you know, to get the phone, or should I just say, forget it, you know, leave it there, and, you know, what am I really going to miss? And, you know, it was strange because I got home and, you know, nobody was home. And then I'm like, where's my phone? You know, the first thing I do is check my Twitter feed, you know, right. read about what's going on in the news and everything else and see what's going on with the family and which of which the kids posted pictures with grandma there you and go. grandma. So what did you do without it? Well, I played with Charlie. That's my little dog for a little while. And uh, I read the newspaper, which I don't think I've read in a long time. The print newspaper. The print, yes. Mm-hmm. Do you know they still print no. newspapers? And, you know, I made a couple of phone calls, and I actually read a book. So were you, wow. do you think you were... Calmer. 
Yeah, that's my question because initially yeah. it start. It sounds like it started out with, "Oh my God, I'm anxious. I yeah. don't have my phone." No, and but then when it I, seems like. But when I woke up in the morning again, the first thing I reach for is the phone. Check the email and check social media. What's going on? What do I need to know about before I get into the office? And I was sitting there like, "Wow, I'm actually going to jump out of bed. I'm going to do my morning ritual. I'll probably save myself 20 minutes mm -hmm. by not doing this." Well, and I got to the office early that day, so it was not so bad. It was relaxing, actually. Yeah, I I would say for me, there's no question. And when Dave comes back, uh, when Dave joins us after uh, an upcoming break, there is an, it's a distraction, but it's also. Uh, could be termed an addiction. I have found myself. I'm addicted. Yeah, you're definitely addicted. Yeah. That there's no question about. It. I'm surprised. The you hand, know, ne the I, hand never leaves the body, and right. it always has <laughs> attached to it the phone. I'm surprised <laughs> that you did not have like serious withdrawal and sweating, and you know, Smoking, from, no, from not nothing, having it. Nothing. I know for myself, you know, there is that initial panic if, you know, if I didn't have my phone with me, I would say I get my news, you know, from apps on my phone clearly sure. so that's where I sort of get it and I do that yeah well I try not I'm typically checking my phone I would say when I really have nothing else to do right but I would say it's different you know those are emails that I'm looking at or news sites but I would say the social media aspect yeah, the, the Facebook, Facebook yep it's rough I can't begin to tell you everybody who's slamming um, our current president. I'm not agreeing or disagreeing. I'm just saying there is so much anger that it actually affects my mood. Be, it, whether I'm agreeing and I'm like, yeah, yeah, or I'm like, oh, that was really mean. That doesn't make me feel good. I, it's just an overabundance of negativity. It's, it's negativity. That's yeah. all I'm seeing. And then you go to all the happy pictures and that's all great. But the negativity that, that I'm seeing on Facebook, and I'm sure we all are, is just really too much. And listeners, we'd love to hear your feedback. How does it affect your life? You yeah. Know, share with us. And you can you can email Deirdre at dk at gutwisdom.com or post something on our Facebook or better yet, go to our website and post your thoughts on our wisdom wall. Yeah. It's interesting, everybody, that JG always wants you to email me, but that's because everybody who emails me knows that I will email you back, right? No comment. Because <laughs> you're too busy. I'm on, a phone guy. Uh, yeah, he's a phone guy. He's a Facebook guy. He's an Instagram guy. But all right, let's, we'll, we'll, let's we'll, move on. We'll annoy you later. Please. We're going to take a quick break. But before we go to the break and we come back with David Friedman, David Friedman is our resident expert yes. on emotional intelligence love you. at Paracore Solutions, our home base. Um, and we're going to get into, is social media addictive? Hmm. When it's distracting, can it also be maybe a little, can it add to a little bit of depression? I don't know. Creates uh, drama it, for many. It will. So we'll, uh, we'll get into that and we'll take a quick break. You're listening to Gut Wisdom on WCBS News Radio 880. Stay tuned. More drive time traffic. A collision approaching the Tappan Zee Bridge. More often. Triborough Bridge is the problem. Weekday mornings and afternoons on WCBS 880. You're never more than five minutes away from the latest traffic news. A lot of volume across the upper level now at the uh, GWB. When you need to know, we've got you covered. Inbound Midtown Tunnel, there's a stall past the tolls. Traffic and weather together, plus the new bridge and tunnel update. Only on New York's traffic station. WCBS News Radio 880. 
Hey everybody, we're back and you are listening to Gut Wisdom. I'm John Gassman along with your host, Deirdre Koppelman. Say hello, D. Hello, everybody. And it's we ha- Saturday night. Saturday night and I ain't got nobody. Oh no, oh, you don't, don't sing, think. JJ. And listen, <laughs> we have a really, truly special guest. We have, again, Dave Friedman from Paracore Solutions. Hello. Yeah, Dave. Glad Direc- to be back. Director Thanks of Human Capital me. Management. And uh, he's going to share some uh, uh, some interesting thoughts with us. You know, he's our resident emotional intelligence expert. Yes. And, um, you know, and we love the, and adore him. Yeah, he oh. is a special Such a guy. nice, nice man. He's a nice guy. He's a good guy. I like <laughs> Super him. Super smart, well, by the you. way. Yes. Yes. But anyways, let's get back to the show. So okay. right before the break, we were talking well, about how social media is addictive to people, right? It's distracting and it can even create depression for, for many. Yes. Yeah, so, Dave, welcome. Thank you. We're so happy to have you again. back. Yep. Yeah. So, the stats sound very scary. Yeah. And we're kind of wondering, you know, does it really mean that people are truly addicted to social media in the same way, for example, that they might be addicted to nicotine or drugs or gambling? Hmm. Well, you know, that that's an interesting question. So I'll, I'll answer that with a couple of, uh, with a stat or two. Oh, I thought you were going to answer it with a question. Good. <laughs> Go ahead. I have a stat. So, uh, you know, a study found that 27% of parents and 50% of teens feel, feel that they are addicted to their mobile devices. Wow. Yeah. And, and if I, I think I may have read the same, that they base this feeling on the fact that 69% of parents and 78% of teens check their devices at least hourly, mm-hmm. and half of them try to cut down on their use. Yeah. Yeah, but that's oh, still. No. Di- but wait, you still didn't answer the question. Are people? <laughs> you, you noticed that, did you? <laughs> yes, yes, I did notice that. So, are people Smart actually? Teaching. Yeah, are people actually addicted to social media? All right. Well, why don't we take a, a quick look at uh, the actual definition of addiction? Okay. Right. We got to start somewhere. Start somewhere. So it, it it includes the following, which is compulsive behavior. That interferes with life. Compulsive behavior that interferes with life. Okay, right, such I as relationships, it. work, mm-hmm. health. All right, so okay, far we're, I'm thinking we're, this could fit into that category. Yeah, we're, we're getting somewhere. So are people compulsively checking their social media, like things like Facebook and Snapchat and Twitter feeds, and is that getting in the way of their life? Is right. that what you're saying? Right, exactly. That's what I'm getting at. Yeah. Well, you know, later on what we'll do is we'll provide some wisdoms to ensure that for our listeners that your social media is not compulsive. Mm. It's not a compulsive thing that you're doing and that it's not really wrecking, you know, your personal life. But we'll we'll save those okay. wisdoms for uh, for a little bit later on. Right. So uh, so for now, Deirdre, how about uh, why, don't, why don't I ask you a question now? Mm. Ooh, okay. Right. Oh, like no, this. I'm on Turn the hot the seat. All right, so you you uh, you know Careful, after Dave. after you go and you use social media, you know you you sit down for a session of social media, whatever it might be, five, ten minutes, fifteen minutes. Right. How do you feel? How do you? Well, feel? that's an interesting question. I mean, I guess it hmm. depends on first how I felt when I probably started looking at the social media. So, uh-huh. like, you know, if I if I'm in a good mood, um, or maybe I might be a little blue, which is unusual because I'm really too much of an optimist. But let's say I'm in a really good mood and I just want to pop on and, you know, check. Well, there's no question there's a good chance that 
if I see something negative, it could affect me for sure. Mm-hmm. And there are uh, one or two negative things on social media. Oh, just one or two. Oh, I just all? can't take the anger. I can't take it. I understand. I have empathy. There's, you know, there are relationships that are being wrecked over this. But okay, go ahead. I did I answer your question? Oh, sure. How okay. about you, JG? <laughs> How do I feel after I check my social media? Yeah, it, it all depends. Uh, most of the time, I'm. I, I look at myself and I say, boy, that was a waste of time. What did I end up <laughs> spending all my time checking out people's pictures for, you know? But I think for the most part, I feel pretty good because a lot of the stuff that I look at, if it's not news related, I'm looking for like words of wisdom, encouragement, motivation, inspiration that sort of pumps me up a bit so I could use it on the show. Or that and, with... and people twerking. What? <laughs> that, I'm just kidding. Don't you look at social media pictures to find like the best twerkers in California or something? I don't even know what twerking is. What is that? Oh, Moving be... on. <laughs> yeah. Next. Sure. Next. Sure. Go ahead, Dave. Get a life. Well, so, uh, you know, I, one of the things I know we wanted to talk about tonight was does social media lead to depression, right? Mm. So, uh, you know, I, I, I guess to ask myself the question, yes, does Dave. it lead to depression? You know, I would say that um, let's relate it to Facebook, uh, a Facebook relationship status. It's complicated. Yes, it is complicated. You know, there are many studies out there about social media and how it affects people and many more to come, I'm sure. Uh, So I did I I did a I I guess you could call it a cursory review Mm -hmm. (laughs) in preparation for the show. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I would say two things based on what I found. Okay. All right. Uh, Number one, it has not been proven that social media causes clinical depression. And I bet nobody would ever say that it's been proven to do that. Right. Who's going to be the first person that wants to actually say that, right? I'll say it. (laughs) Okay. On the other hand, it has been shown to have at least temporary adverse or positive effects on people's mood. Hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. I I think that's that's accurate. Yeah. I, I see how people react to certain things that are positively posted. People are very... You know, they take it in a good way, and then, you know, people say things that are negative, and people take it in the wrong way, and it affects the way they show up in the world. I would also sure. say- At work, it, in life, yeah. I would also say it is how you show up first also, but aside from that, Dave- Sure. Did any of these studies stand out to you? Yeah, there was a there were a couple. Uh, the mm-hmm. first is a study that was reported in the Journal of Adolescent Health. Okay. Uh, so both studies I'm going to quickly mention are, are related to young adults and the use of social media. Mm. So this first study found that there is no direct correlation between social media use and clinical depression. Okay. Uh, and, you know, I mentioned the word clinical earlier as well. I just, I just want to mention that, that it's really to drive home the fact that we're talking about the commonly recognized signs that someone has actual depression, mm. right, versus just being down in the dumps. Right. And we're right. not ones to do that diagnosis. We're not no. doctors. No, we're, we're not, not psychologists. Or <laughs> no, psychiatrists. No, no. no exactly. Just being clear here. All right. Are. And then the uh, second study, uh, again, related to young adults, is from Brown University. And they actually, their findings lean in the other direction a bit hmm. uh, because they found that young adults may be at an increased risk of depression after experiencing negative events on Facebook. Hmm. Not surprising. Yeah, so, that that, that, so, that seems logical. Yes, JG, yeah. he's so funny. So I have to think. I know you get things much quicker than I do. Sometimes, I have to sometimes I do. So negative events, right? I assume are things obviously like bullying, uh, cyberbullying is horrendous. 
um, angry comments, mm-hmm. right? Angry posts. Right, exactly. You know, so it, it, it seems to indicate that negative experiences on social media, you know, they can be just as damaging to your mood as those same types of experiences in person. Yeah. So, in, so in other words, and again, I'm thinking. You know, this stuff has to noodle, resonate. Yeah, I have right. to noodle things. You can't discount the damaging effects of social media just because we may think it's not quote real. Exactly, yeah. and and that is so true. And actually, there was a really interesting study from a group called get this, the Happiness Research Institute. You've done a mm. lot of reading, Dee. I do a lot. I love to read. So uh-huh. despite the you know quote, light-sounding name, right, it really is a serious think tank with a mission to study and improve human happiness. Dave, are you familiar Very with interesting. that? Very interesting. Yeah. Actually, I read the study as well. Uh, and what I saw is that they conducted a controlled experiment. Oh, there it goes. Right. It was controlled. It was controlled. Uh, it says it all. <laughs> we know the outcome when right. it's controlled. A controlled uh-huh. experiment where one group used Facebook as they normally would. No mm-hmm. changes, but the you know no no changes to what they would normally do. And the control group gave it up for one week. Mm. Imagine doing that. Yeah. Right. Uh, and what they found at the end is the uh, they surveyed the group and after the experiment. And uh, well, what do you think that they found? Oh, let me guess. The world ended for those who gave it up. <laughs> how, how about maybe cats and dogs live together? <laughs> those, are, those are both very good guesses. <laughs> uh, and I'm sure it may have felt that way for some of them at some point. Uh, but the truth is those who gave up Facebook were actually significantly more satisfied with their life. They were happier. They enjoyed their lives more. They were even more enthusiastic. Uh, and here's an interesting thing. They were also less angry and less lonely. I think we have to get the CEO of Facebook on air with us. Yeah. Let's chat with Mark. Mark, if you want to reach us, it's dk at <laughs> That's G-U-T-W-I-Z-D-O-M.com. <laughs> but you know what? Paging that, Mark Zuckerberg. Okay. Yeah, but that doesn't, that doesn't really sound surprising to hear that people are less lonely without Facebook. But it does mm-hmm. fly against the prevailing wisdom that it connects them to more people so they may feel less lonely. And I will yeah, add sure. to that, uh, you know, and I think about it, my mom, who's 89, I mean, she's all over Facebook, but she's using it in a way, see what the grandchildren are doing. Right. You right. know, she's excited, you know, see pictures. That's right. smile. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's her yeah. connection, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very different. Hmm. Okay, Dave, I'm interested in the fact that this study showed that people were less angry. Why do you think that is? Well, you know, they did not provide specific data on this point, but uh, I'll hazard a guess because I I, I do suspect that it's related predominantly to the fact that, uh, as you were saying earlier, that Mm. Facebook feeds, uh, they tend to be filled with negativity. Yeah. Interpersonal drama, the nasty comments. I think there's passive aggressive, you know, it's like you want to, you want somebody to hear your message, but you don't want to tell them in person. Right. So you get this obscure or opaque sort of generalized statement about something, but really you're really directing it towards them. Sure. And actually, if you think about you know nasty comments, think about that recent yeah. ish, you know situation where uh, the Saturday Night Live writer said some nasty things about Barron Trump, mm. and yep. then she herself was up against what was essentially you know online the online mob, right? Right. It's just not. I don't know. Is that healthy? Maybe it's expression of feelings. I don't know. Somebody tell yeah. me. No, but we're definitely flooded on on the social media scene with a lot of bad news, and it sure. and it and affects people. Yeah. Yep. 
Right, no, we're absolutely. We're all very quiet. We're all kind of looking at each other. <laughs> well, I think it's well, a thought. You know, uh, Deirdre, you mentioned yeah. earlier about, you know, the amount of information that comes in. And, you know, I, I was thinking about that. And, you know, people used to blame 24-hour news channels yeah. for overloading people with news, right? Sure. But, you know, social media puts that to shame, <clears throat> right? No question about you it. You know, think about how many news stories you can possibly hear in 20 minutes of, of say, radio or oh, cable yeah. news, right? Yes, even Huge. Even taking into account the little ticker that goes on the bottom of the screen. Sure. Right? So now compare that to, you know, how many news stories pass in front of your eyes in, say, five minutes mm -hmm. of scrolling on Facebook or Twitter. Yeah. It's huge. Huge amount. So we're blaming everybody else then for being depressed on social media. <laughs> right. Well, <laughs> well, maybe. The negativity, the bad news, all the complaints. Well, But knowing how much you love to talk about emotional intelligence i mean this is your baby sure. you own this <laughs> you, know you know me well i'd imagine you probably think it's not all other people's fault if you're angry at your facebook feed absolutely there right? are there are some very common reasons that social media brings us down and and you're right they have nothing to do <clears throat> with other people being negative you know for instance uh you know we generally feel unsatisfied mm -hmm. after using social media you know we, we go there expecting some sort of fulfillment Right. Yeah. And we rarely receive it, no matter how many you know likes you get. Yeah, I would also on something. I, I and I would add to that, Dave, that it's also you know that, that we could be feeling insecure. Other people's sure. lives will always seem better than ours. Our Facebook friends, you know, they all have more. They travel more. Um, or we feel out of the loop. You yeah. know, we didn't know we didn't hear, and now we're just learning about it. Well, it's out it. of the loop, and it's also yep. sort of the haves and the have-nots. And uh, I read an article by Jennifer Garam where she calls this sort of the compare and despair. <laughs> sure. Right, Dave? I mean, yep. it's... Everybody's smarter and more good-looking than you are. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, there's something to be said for that. And so just before we go to the break, Dave, final subject. So we've talked about the adverse effects of social media on mood, right? Mm -hmm. So social media having a positive effect. Can uh, it? We oh, agree? sure. Yes. You know, I you know, I suspect that if it didn't, the entire conversation the two of you had earlier, uh, well, and and that all of us are having about addiction, they, it probably wouldn't even be necessary, right? Because addiction is about quick fix. Absolutely. Right. You know, it's a it's feeling good. Yeah, I want yeah. it now. You can right. have it now. That's the old commercial. But I do want to add one thing. You What's know, that? we have a special treat at the end of the show. If you tune in later, we're going to give, a, there's something we're giving away, right? Yes, we yeah, are. I don't wanna kiss, I'm not going to kiss and tell right now. I'm well, going to hold a thought, but we are giving something away at the end of the show. So keep tuned in. You can't keep it like a secret. No. JG is very, very excited about something. Shh, don't say. Is it bigger than a bread box? No. No. Okay. So before we take a quick break, I guess we'll we'll have to hear about what you have in store. Yeah. And we're coming back to talk about social media, addiction, distraction, a little bit of depression. You're listening to Gut Wisdom on WCBS News Radio 880. Stay tuned. Get the news you need whenever and wherever you need it. Follow WCBS on Twitter and like us on Facebook. You can even listen to WCBS on your phone with live streaming and audio on demand with the CBS local app. Stay connected with your favorite news radio station all day long. When you need to know, WCBS has you covered. You're back listening to Gut Wisdom, radio that resonates. How do you spell wisdom? W-I-Z-D-O-M. Mm. It's Saturday night. Hello, it's Deirdre Koppelman here with your co-host, John Gassman, otherwise known as JG. And we and have now, a special guest. Don't forget the special guest. You didn't give me a minute to breathe. Okay. We have our special resident human, yeah. K. 
capital, emotionally intelligent, certified Dave Friedman. Thank you. I thought you were just going to stop at human. <laughs> <laughs> you're so funny. So if you're just tuning in, what are we talking about? We are talking about social media. This is part two of our uh, two-part series. And if you missed the first one, if you missed any of Gut Wisdom's episodes, by the way, you can go to iTunes and download the podcasts. Of or course. you go to the website and yes, you can go uh, to our website as well. Yep, exactly. and see all the things that we post. Yep. So before the break, we were talking about social media, h- how it is a distraction, a weapon of mass distraction, how W-M-D. it is mm. addicting, yep. how it affects our moods, positive, negative, and, you know, I, I also want to bring- And there's also good stuff about it. Yes, there is, of course. Grandma May checks the checks her Facebook to see how the grandchildren are doing. Yeah, no, you know? there's yeah. definitely so there's good, good to stuff. it. But, you know, we're, we're trying to illuminate, highlight, share, educate, yes. just different things, and then bring you wisdoms, bring the listeners wisdoms on certain things that they can do if they find that, in this case, social media is uh, distracting and addiction or is affecting mood. So one of the things that- we very often teach inside companies Mm -hmm. is about drama, right? We did a segment on drama. Everybody has drama in their lives. Drama exists in workplaces. um, And at home. And at home, right? Yeah. And it also, it exists on social media. So just, just for our listeners to understand where I'm coming from, drama, you need three roles for there Mm. to be drama. Okay. A victim, a bully, and a hero. Mm Mm-hmm. So on social media, I very often, right, there are the victims who, I mean, there are true victims. I don't want to really sour this or get very depressed over the fact about people who have actually ended their lives on social media, who have been bullied, yeah. cyber bullied. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just too intense for me right now, but it, it exists and it's real yeah. and it cannot be ignored. Yeah. But the drama triangle plays out in social media. Everybody's got a point to make, but there are people who will sometimes feel victimized. There are people that will be bullies who just yes. want to get their point across and be condescending and call people stupid for their own, for whatever opinion they don't agree with, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm, yep. And then maybe you take the rescue where the hero is somebody will come in and say, oh, I totally agree with you. You're right. No, 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 no. So the dynamics of the drama triangle that we see in life in person, I believe also are Exists on, on social media. Absolutely. Yeah. And I thought you, JG, you wanted to share something. You're smiling. JG is smiling. You can't see him, but he's got a big cat smile. You know, the the drama triangle itself was uh, based on who who was a psychologist or Stephen Stephen Cartman. Correct. He created it, and uh, it's very famous. And it plays out, as you said, you know, so often in life and on social media. And how often you see on social media the the victimization of somebody and mm-hmm. it, and it could be kids even you know it i've, seen, is. I've yeah. seen this with in in my daughter's own school where you know kids will will say things or they'll they'll have a party you know and somebody will invite all these people and they will exclude somebody right you right. know and and worse than that they and, body shame and the things they, that they say rumors that are said and passed and then go viral i mean it's Horrific. Yeah. So I just, uh, you know, JG, you were talking about before about a special gift that we have. Right. So at the end of the show, for those that are listening, if you email Deirdre at DK at Gut Wisdom, 
we are uh, just about to come out with our book. First Gut Wisdom book. Yeah, the first one on obliterating. I love the word obliterate. Boom. Eradicating drama. Drama at work, drama in your personal life, eradication of drama. Right. So if so you'd if like you, to reserve a copy. Yes. Free copy. First 10 people that email Deirdre will get... Oh, you know it'll be more than 10. If you email me, yes, I have high empathy. If you email me and you would like to reserve a copy of our first book, which is Gut Wisdom, How to Obliterate Drama in Your Life, shoot me an email, dk at gutwisdom, G-U-T-W-I-Z-D-O-M.com, and uh, I'll get you on that list. So good. All right. So drama, social media. Yeah. You know, what do you... And, you know, I would offer this as a wisdom. Yeah. And this is something that I do now. Mostly I do it with my email, not as much with my social media, but I am beginning to do it more. I have a time, a set time during the day where I will spend 20 minutes just going through it. I don't do it all day long anymore. It's at the end of the day when I'm closing up shop. And I just quickly go through the feeds that I have on the various um, social media modalities to see what's going on. Keep me in the loop. And then I turn it off. So you carve out a specific time during the day. Each day. And that's when you're checking... Social media. Yeah. Okay. That's that's interesting because I would say, uh, uh, you know, an opposite wisdom to that for many people Uh would be to set aside time not Not to (laughs) to check social media. (laughs) That's a a good point. (laughs) Taking a a true social media break, you know, setting. Well, that's my Saturday. uh, An easy easy time to do that typically might be at the end of the day. Yeah. You're sitting down at the end of the day and, and maybe how about at the dinner table well sure sure but you know not everyone actually sits or, at a dinner table well, I suppose. right the restaurant <laughs> that's idealistic at the restaurant there are definitely places you can make a conscious effort not to be checking your social media Absolutely. i think that's a very good point but isn't that where everybody decides on what they're going to eat they text each other and they direct message what are you ordering oh i'm getting the veal parmesan oh i'm ordering that's what happens at, i'm sorry that's what happens when nobody you're all talks together. anymore no that's everybody not uses social so, media <laughs> no this is a problem JG, we'll have to re- you know we'll have to talk to your family. Uh, let's talk about <laughs> some wisdoms on how people can engage with social media without being addicted to it, right? So we already know carving out some time. I think yeah. that's a great wisdom. How about just tracking your time that you spend on it? Mm. Yeah. Well, yeah, I kind of also like the idea of being present, right? We've talked about being present um, and paying attention. So paying attention to your use of social media. Yes. So every time you open up Facebook or Instagram or this or that, ask yourself, why am I doing this? Like, what's the purpose? Yeah. Why am I here? Mm -hmm. You know, typical reasons that we use social media um, as you track it, if you actually track the use, your own personal use of why you're using social media. I yeah. think it's very good if you track it because then you can actually take a step back after maybe a week or two. I think, yeah. it, would you say, how 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 long would sure. you track you, it, Sure, if Dave? you can track it for a week. Uh, a week I is think enough that, that, time? Oh, yeah, especially so, given that people do it all day long. All right, so, so I would say, well, yeah. you know, let's do a little social media challenge. <clears throat> I, I'm going to do it. I'm going to track for the next week, <clears throat> Saturday night, I mean, tomorrow's Super Bowl, so, you know, don't ask me who's playing. Just kidding. Um, I'm going to track for a week how I use social media. Am I using it for social interaction? Am I looking? Um, am I using it for looking up information? Am I using it just to pass time? Am I? Is it for entertainment, relaxation? 
to express my own emotions if I want to talk about something or You're write a stalker, about something. So you like to know what other people are up to. I am not. A, I don't have time <laughs> to stalk. No, no. Unless it pops up in my feed, like boom in my face, and I just happen to be there at that time, then I might comment, like, or what have you. Right. But let me mention, because you just said, if it pops up. So that's one of the problems that people have is you look at people, their phone's always going off. So turn off all the notifications. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, sure. Turn it off. That is an amazing wisdom in and of itself. Turn off all the notifications. That's a great idea. And I think I might do that, too. Actually, when we were in Denver last week um, with uh, a leadership team, there was a woman who actually said she, one way for her to cope with all of the uh, with the abundance of comments and opinions, negative or otherwise, uh-huh. uh, you know, in today's day, she basically, she shuts off her notifications, which is great because yeah. that that's a sure way to create, like, anxiety every time I see a pop-up. But I just want to go back for one second, JG, in tracking your usage, right? We use, we use social media for so many reasons, mm-hmm. and I'd like to know, you know, whether it's for relaxation or convenience or sharing something yeah. about yourself or getting to know somebody else, I'd like to ask our listeners, you know, let us know if you if you do attempt to do this track your usage for the next week why are you there when you're there yeah and then again shoot me an email dk at gutwisdom.com I'm curious i want to see if there's a pattern uh, that we can that we can figure out yeah and, and again if you have a work-related story that you think is impactful and it's helped change the way you are and causes people to act better and feel better share with us that as well because we're interested in those stories when we may even have you on the show wouldn't that be nice okay so we've got tracking our usage the why yep right we have turning off notifications dave what what wisdom do you have uh well you know this is uh maybe this is a little bit old school uh but you know i i would say uh Bring a book with you wherever you go. Uh, it doesn't have to be <laughs> an actual, uh, you know, paper an book, book, but mm. it can be. Uh, mm-hmm. a, an e-reader is like good. A Kindle or I something, would suggest right? that it's actually an e-reader and uh-huh. not your phone and not uh, an iPad or something like that. A separate device. A separate so device that out. can only be used for reading. Smart. That's a good uh, one. You know, basically, because you know, you don't stand a chance of reading anything other than social media if, yeah. if Very it's not good point. there. Very uh, good point. Convenient. JG. What kind of wisdoms on social media and mood? Yeah, I was just about to say because you're always in such a good mood. Yeah, I'm always in an amazing mood. Yeah, so what? I'm always happy. Go lucky. What wisdoms do you have? I would think pay pay attention to the mood. Write it down. Happy, unhappy, or neutral. Mm. How does it make you feel before you jump on and after you check the feed? And limit limit the amount of time that you're really spending. On social media. Yeah. Another wisdom, if you want to engage in social media and you want to be happy, take control of your happiness. Oh, Margot. Remember Margot? Yep. You know, look for happiness in your life. And uh, I say we do the same thing with social media. Yes. You know, that that actually makes me think of, um, uh, Deirdre, that that a... uh, uh, it, it, to pay attention to the types of posts and and the people that you're following, uh, and uh, and 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 determine if it brings you joy. Yeah. I, I don't know if you've ever heard of uh, Mari Kondo. She yeah. she talks about cleaning your house and, right. and only keeping the things that bring you joy. Right. Yeah, I don't so see any reason why that that can't. Uh, does it make you happy or not? And then you toss not. it right. Exactly. That's, right. And if it makes you happy, double down on it. Spark your joy. Unfollow the people and the things that make you angry or upset or frustrated. Just mm-hmm. be gone. 
right? Be gone. Love it. Yes. JG, any other wisdoms? What do you think? I think we hit them all, and I would say don't do this late at night. The last thing you should be doing before you go to sleep yeah. is checking your social media and especially the news posts. Yeah, and I would say if you are an employee, hmm, just want to throw this one in there. Um, not a good idea to complain about your boss or your job on social media. Definitely. No, no, no. Companies, not a good idea. Companies have to focus on their social media policies. And if they don't have one, they yeah. should definitely consider implementing one. Good point. Yeah. Good point. I, you know, uh, Dave, I, I know you are, um, when it comes to candidates and job seekers and, and helping them, what, what wisdom would you give them about social media? Well, sure. If you're in the process, let's say, let's say you just got a new job, mm -hmm. uh, don't, don't immediately post about it. Yeah. Just, just don't, you know, wait, find out what, what sort of, uh, social media presence your company has online, how they feel about it, that kind of thing. And even just simply, if you, if you immediately say you got a job, what, what would happen if something changed? Very quickly. <laughs> you didn't end up actually getting that job. That's mm -hmm. true. And, yeah. and just in general about engagement, right? Let, you know, we talk about how much time people at work spend on social media. Does that mean that maybe they're bored and they're just not as engaged in what they're doing? Sure. Ooh. We have right. a show coming up about employee engagement, don't we? we? Yes, yes, we do. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, we should do that one. I'm trying to think, what should we do that? We have such good topics. Never run out of this stuff. Yeah, so we can do engagement. So how do you know if people are engaged in what they're doing, if they're spending, you know, if they're spending their time on social media? Dave Hay, we want to thank you so much for joining us. Thank what you. A great show. My pleasure. Again. You did two shows with us on social media. We've done shows on emotional intelligence, mm -hmm. and each time we're just so grateful that you're here. And, you know, next week, next Saturday night, JG and I are talking about, do you know what, your favorite topic? I give up. Empathy? See? You knew it. Oh. <laughs> but, but what like do you guess. know about empathy? Not much. I don't have right. much. How's it? <laughs> you know, is it the same as sympathy? Do we need it? How do we get it? How do we practice it? So anyway, next week it's Gut Wisdom on Empathy. And JG, want to share anything before we uh, go home tonight? Please give us your feedback. We'd love your input, your feedback. Go to our website, gutwisdom.com, or email Deirdre at DK at gutwisdom.com. And we want to thank everybody, our family, our friends, the people here at WCBS News Radio for all of their help and uh, motivation and inspiration that they give us to do the show each week to pay it forward. Amen. You're listening to Gut Wisdom Radio that resonates. See you next Saturday night, 7 p.m. on WCBS News Radio, 880.